thank you for listening to Cambridge 105 Radio. I'm still Ashley Capaldi, still not Susie, sitting in, um, babysat today expertly by Matt Webb, <laughs> our Indeed. political reporter on two hours sleep, having been up at the night count. Not just me who's been up not at a, a count you. all night, so the we, lady who's joining us has also yes. been at the count too. <laughs> Next to you now we have Nikki Massey, your newly elected Labour councillor for Abbey Ward. Hello. Hello. This is your first go round, so this is... The, it it's, is, it's my first election. And you won by a pretty sizeable majority. Were you surprised by that or always quite confident? Um, am I surprised? I was surprised that it was 57%. I'm very pleased it was 57%. Yeah. Uh, last year, the Liberal Democrats did come within 75 votes from the county council. Um, so it was, it was something that was in the back of my mind that we did need to fight pretty hard. Yeah. And we did. We, we worked very, very hard mm-hmm. um, campaigning in Abbey Ward. And I think that shows in the votes. And it's paid off. We've had a a fair few surprises. You've had a few more coming in, Matt, on your live update. Yeah, so obviously uh, we're tracking what's happening in in South Cambridgeshire as well. And it's uh, very, very close there with regards to uh, the Liberal Democrats who could very much or very likely possibly uh, take a a council majority there. Um, Just turning our attention back to to, to the Abbey Ward in particular, what sort of things have people been saying to you when you've been canvassing and, and, and leaflet dropping in particular? In, in regards to... In, in regards to a, a variety of issues, what issues. sort of things have people been talking to you about? So, uh, whenever I do canvass, the first thing I ask is what issues, is there anything that I can do to help you? And it has been the verges was the first thing that was quite obvious an issue, and that was something that I noticed and then was asking residents about, like the, the verges, are they bothering you? And it was pretty clear that they are a problem there. The children's centres, having had the Fields Children's Centre in Abbey Ward, that was the main thing on families' minds, as well as the issue, ongoing issue with the nursery funding. Um, going forward from that, it's traffic and transport. So congestion on Newmarket Road roundabout, the congestion that's caused by the McDonald's um, drive-through in particular. Um, and the the infamous roundabout, Barnwell, Newmarket Road roundabout in general. But realistically, what can be done at the, the, the Barnwell Road, Wadlow's Road roundabout? Because, um, as you say, McDonald's is there, and uh, especially uh, when people start getting the munchies that at about six o'clock, it can be rather, rather yeah. difficult. But well, I drive past it quite frequently. I can't see any way in which it could be improved, really. Mm. Well, but I don't know if you've got any I suggestions. Do. Go I on, do then. I have some suggestions. And actually, the suggestion came from a resident, and then I looked into it, and I thought, that is quite possible, but it does need to be looked into by transport experts. And that's that when you go down from the roundabout down Wadlow's Road, there's the islands in the middle of the road. If we remove those islands and allow that to be the filter lane for McDonald's, that means that traffic that wants to go straight on can do so without being congested. And traffic that wants to go in the other direction can also do so without being congested as much. So that would be one option. Um, I have tried asking McDonald's to meet with me so that we can discuss the issue. And not just the issue of the traffic, but also the rubbish, which they do try to do their best to remove some of the rubbish, but rubbish that gets blown into um, residents' gardens doesn't get removed, and that doesn't seem fair. There was also a, a problem with loud music, but then they put those signs up, didn't they? Because the residents were getting annoyed, people going through the drive-thru in particular, with their car yeah. stereos blazing at um, 10 o'clock at night. Obviously, that McDonald's closes at 11. Um, that seems to have been uh, sort of remedied by that. But obviously, uh, that McDonald's has been there for a long time. It used to be the, the racehorse has. pub. And obviously, when, that was, uh, when there was planning permission going through, a lot of the residents weren't very keen on having that McDonald's put there. But obviously, it, uh, the planning application went through. Um, when it comes to... You, you've touched upon children's centres. What would you like to see done there in particular? 
Um, I am leading for Cambridgeshire for the National Campaign to Save Our Children's Centres. This is a parent-led group that came together last year. Um, but the children's centres cuts hasn't just happened in Cambridgeshire, it's happened across the country and it's been happening since 2010. Um, we need to put the funding back into our Sure Starts, which they were all initially called Sure Starts. Um, uh, and we need to bring them back. Half have been closed, so we've only got 500 children's centres left. And we're seeing across the country that county councils are having to change the way that those children's centres are being used because of the central government cuts. Yeah, so that's, that, that was centralised government funding, wasn't it? So is, is there power in the hands of our local councillors to try and mitigate some of that? Well, I've already been to Parliament a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. actually, with the Salford Five nursery, Save Our Nurseries campaign, who kindly invited me along. And I spoke about the children's centres and the nursery schools and early years education full stop. And part of... Um, Part of what I said there was that we need more money from central government to our local authorities, full stop. It goes across the board. We need more money for our children's centres, early years education, education, roads, everything. Um, in 2010 government, uh, slowly have been removing the centralised um, grant for our county and city councils and they will be replacing it from next year I believe with our business rates mm. which at, at the time I think people thought that was going to be a good deal but it's now look, not looking to be a very good deal at all and that's why we're seeing increases on our council taxes and that's why we're seeing problems on our roads and problems with our children's centres and libraries so we need our Conservative government to give that money back we need a U-turn on that okay. and um, that's what I'll be pushing for as a councillor mm-hmm. um, I was with Salford councillors um, Labour councillors as well in Parliament and that's what hopefully I'll be intending to carry on Excellent. And of course you're going to be joining uh, Caroline Hart and, and, and Richard Johnson. Yes. Uh, have they supported, I'm sure they've oh, supported they've been amazing. you. Actually the whole party's been amazing but Richard and Caroline and the Abbey team, Mike, Davey, Rob, um, Hilary, so many names to, to mention. Um, they've, they've all been really, really supportive but also the other councillors. So um, I've had an, an awful lot of support from Dave Bajant from Romsey, Katie, Katie Thornborough actually came over to support me in Abbey as well, bless her, um, and she did amazingly well in Trumpington. Um, so yeah, there's been an awful lot of support, it's been really, really lovely. And you've also been very active on social media, do you think that's played in your favour with regards to getting your name out there and, and, and getting a sizeable vote or share of the vote? I hope so. I hope. I think as a resident, you can answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of those things where I, I, I suppose when, when when I'm looking to see who I'm going to vote for, I, the first thing I do is uh, see what's happening on social media. So uh, being the, the age I am, 31. Local councillors are. Do they, they, they? They just have no idea. I, I postal voted because I've only just moved back to the area, so I blindly went party. But that there's how do you get to know them unless you've got the the time and the sort of resources to be out on the streets? But using social media is it's a good way to do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, I certainly found it a lot easier to get information for, uh, about what's happening. I mean, you were very um, visible with, with videos and things on, yes. on your social media feed. Um, uh, do you think that, that obviously, that that's the way politics is going to go very much in the future? It's all going to be very much social media based. And do you think canvassing door to door might become possibly in the future a thing of the past? No, I think, it, I think both has a place. Um, I've been talking about this with my husband actually who does many things but as well as being a doctor he tutors and supervises at the university and he was talking to his students about the way that they get their information and they were saying it was all about social media 
that they don't really pick up the newspapers. They might listen a bit to the radio, but they just look at the social media and Instagram mainly, and that generation probably less so Facebook, but... Um, certainly that, that's what they were, they were getting their information from the internet and social media. That's where you catch your next generation of voters as well, doesn't it? It is. <laughs> but also when you're canvassing door to door, you get the little problems and, and the, there was a few people, quite a few people that would say, well, there's no point talking to you because you can't do anything to help me. And then when you said, well, until you tell me, I don't know. Yeah. Mm, like, I mean, not. And then it, it's normally something so trivial and it's so easy to be fixed. And it, the, it's important that you do have that door to door talk. So you can say to people, we are here, we are here to help you, and we will help you. Yeah, I mean, how will you do that if it's something like roads, for example, which comes under Cambridgeshire County Council? How, 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 can you put, how will you be able to put pressure on them to sort out potholes, particularly on the Whitehill estate where there's potholes all over the place? And it's, very, it's like going around a slalom at the moment if you're trying to get into the Abbey Pool, for example. Well, you can actually, um, and I, I have been going on the Highways reporting website and reporting potholes and issues on the ward myself, and residents can do so also so i think the first thing that i want to be able to do is highlight that website to our residents so that you can report this and if it doesn't happen if it doesn't get fixed then you can come back to me we can put the pressure we can use our county councillor joan whitehead to put that pressure on the county to get those roads fixed um the potholes are an issue across the country and across cambridge um particularly the county council are using this short-term fix where they they just fix one pothole and then a few months later it's crumbling away and that's something that the East Chesterton, now councillor, Carla McQueen, was speaking about a few months ago in County Council. Thanks for being with us this afternoon, by the way. I'm going to play a quick song because we're due some more news at three o'clock. But are you going to stick around for yes, another little bit? So that's Nikki Massey, your newly elected Labour councillor in Abbey Ward, back with us after the undertones and the news update. We're still here with Nikki Massey, your newly elected Labour councillor for Abbey Ward, and Matt Webb, who's been reading the news and giving you all the live count updates all day. Um, we've just had another interesting result come in, haven't we? So, yes, um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on this, Nikki, in particular. In, in South Cambridgeshire, obviously, the Lib Dems have gained control of, uh, of, of South Cam's District Council with, with 24 seats. What do you make of that, and what do you think is the reason that it swung that way? The result last night in Trumpington, which was an amazing result for Labour and Katie Thornborough, my immediate reaction, I said, oh my gosh, this means that South Cams is up for grabs. And everybody looked to me like I was a bit mad. I don't think I'm a bit mad now. Although, of course, it's the Lib Dems, not Labour. Um, clearly, this is, this is a Brexit vote that we're seeing. This is the result of um, the Brexit negotiations and um, the Brexit a decision from last year so uh, it's a very it's a shock kind of for me although i did it i think it's probably a bigger shock for for heidi allen <laughs> yes although i think at 12 o'clock didn't i did see on the news at 12 that she was predicting that things were looking difficult yes i think so yeah there was some there was some social media activity going on i did see that yeah so it's, it's it's extremely interesting what's happening in South Cams. I did predict that South Cams was not going to be conservative, and I'm pleased I got it right. Wish it was red, but oh, you can't have it all. Can't have it all. We we had another interesting. Um well, a, a close race. I've just moved back to the city, so I'm in Trumpington Ward, and, and the councillor there won by four votes, did Katie she? Yeah. Thornbury, yes. Katie Thornbury won by four votes. So was was that a surprising win for the Trumpington Ward? Trumpington has not been Labour since 1945. Right. Katie, she ran last year. She's an amazing woman. Um, 
so she's full of determination and she's done so well and worked so hard mm-hmm. i went canvassing with her one session and um as i left the canvassing session i said to katie you're fine this is amazing the amount of people saying that they're going to vote for you is incredible is she quite new to this like yourself or is she sort of a bit of an older hand um she stood last year okay so this is her second okay um so she's is her first with time a as a councillor I was thrilled. I was quite sick with nerves before her yesterday because it was now biting. Mm-hmm. Really, really was now biting, and it was very difficult to see. Some, like some of the counts, you can see which way it's going to go quite early on. Right. And with Trumpington, nobody knew. So it was down to the wire. What's it like at that night count? You were both there. I should come one time. I know a couple of, well, a photographer and a journalist who are gearing up for it, and they said it can take an hour, it can take five hours. You never know. It's longer for general elections normally, but yes, yes it was. Uh, we didn't leave until gone three o'clock in the morning, yeah, I, think I think it was. Yeah. Um, I think if you wanted to come, I, I, I don't know what it's like being on the media side, but if you wanted to come and be uh, one of the guests of one of the members and then you can go come along to the account and actually be active in it i think that's possibly more fun i don't know Mm. well uh, uh, the media can only go go onto the count floor for about five or ten minutes as the ballot boxes are arriving and the first ones are being opened up on the table but that's the only time you're allowed on the count floor until Ah. the last result has been declared and then antoinette jackson who's the the returning officer allows people to to go on the floor afterwards and uh and have a chat and and uh mingle with people so so if you go on as a member of the public it would Mm -hmm. be different Oh, so you're allowed to be more part of the process in that way, well, sort it's of. Particularly if you're with, if you've got an invite from yeah. from one of the candidates or from one mm-hmm. of the parties. Um, so my husband came, my friend came for me to help me count Abbey Ward. Um, when I say count, we don't physically touch the ballot papers, we're not allowed, <laughs> but we watch, we oversee yeah. what's happening so we can get a general feel, feel as to how it's going. Interesting. So it was, it was a bit of a wild night then and we've had a few surprises. Shall we talk about sort of the, some of the work that got you to where you are because you've done other stuff before. Um, you, you were campaigning on Station Road. Was that something to do to move the pedestrian crossings? What no. was the outcome of that? Um, it was to get a crossing. Oh, there wasn't even road. one there. And there is one there now. It's a temporary crossing, but it's yeah. been there nearly two years, so it's not that temporary. Um, so it's obviously being well used. It's, it is being well used. Mm-hmm. And I also did a campaign for the Great Northern Road. I wanted a crossing there. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted the road to be redesigned because I predicted quite rightly so that it was going to be extremely busy bit just going up and down mm-hmm. great northern road with all the taxis and the cars and mm-hmm. that's exactly how it has come out um richard the t- our labor team in uh, petersfield have worked hard on that since then and so things are moving in the direction for great northern road um i'm trying to think of the other campaigns that i've done still working still looking at attempting to find the cannon for cannons green which is oh, okay yeah. another campaign that i was looking at trying to mm-hmm get um many street parties many community events yeah but it's that it's the funding isn't it and mm. the people having the resources and the time to organize and chaperone it's, these kinds of things it's you sort of need an, an army there's or, there's or quite a, a lot of um, activity in the abbey isn't there? there's there's abbey people isn't there abbey people, mm. there's abbey people yes and they're brilliant and there's the big lunch coming up isn't there yeah i think i worked on a few of them because i used to work for the county council and um some of the staff members there who are setting up initiatives and there's there's yeah, there is some good stuff going on around abbey but there's also some good stuff that you're doing you're doing an abseil aren't you <laughs> I'm doing an abseil Sunday week for the East Anglia Children's Hospice um, at 2 o'clock on Sunday the 13th of May, um, which is going to be interesting because I spend the day with the Labour group 
with our first meeting since the election and then have to run off and jump off the Guildhall and then come back again. You're scared of heights, you told me during the news I'm, bulletin there. I'm not very good. I can't do heights very well at all. How are your children? Because you're... My daughter, Eliza... Slapping them up there too. Yes, she's 12. <laughs> she's, she's also doing it, but she is... Um, She's very, very strong. She's likely just to jump off. They're a bit more fearless. <laughs> yes. My son, Ben, who's 17, he is a bit more nervous. Mm-hmm. So I think if anyone, he might not manage it. It might be him. But and then you'll happily escort him down, and, like and the good yeah. parent you are. I'll come down. Yeah. Well, you're, well, you're in good company because our breakfast presenter, Neil Whiteside, he, is he doing is, it too. He's coming along as well, yes. <laughs> Excellent. But I think we will do it. We will manage it. We're raising money for a very, very good cause. Yeah, what cause is that and where can people... Do- can they donate? Is there a Just Giving page There's or something? There's a Just Giving page, mm-hmm. which is justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash Nikki dash Massey. Mm-hmm. So that's N-I-C-K-Y, you, Nikki, and M-A-S-S-E-Y is your surname. And so we are fundraising for the Children's Hospice. And Mm -hmm. if you go onto the Just Giving page, it tells you the story as to why we're doing it for Mm -hmm. the hospice. And it talks to you about my late son, Ethan. Okay. So very good luck with your scary abseil there. Hopefully, Neil looks after you well I think Neil doesn't like heights either he doesn't no No. he doesn't we haven't really thought this one through we maybe should have done something else Um, thank you very much for being with us Nikki I'm going to play a quick song now and then I'll come back with some quite important travel updates everyone so stay tuned for that one thank you very much thank you